Hey, Rick, you know what's awesome? What's that, Billy? Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> Pee-wee's Big Adventure, the Tim Burton movie, came out in 1985, so I'd have been nine years old. Yeah. And Pee-wee was very much a children's... He, he was kid-friendly, to say to say the least. Um, he was a grown-up child, <laughs> and completely subversive, but none of us knew that, really, at the time. Right. He just stormed onto the scene. And I, I, I think that most people, I think Pee Wee got really popular because most people were just thoroughly baffled by the concept. Like, sure, who is, who is this guy? And um, as a, as a, as a stage comic, Paul Rubens had the idea because yep. Pee Wee is the perfect character in my opinion. He's 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 innocent and also he's grown up. He's an adult, so he's he's been places and he's seen things, but he still has this kind of childlike uh, right. view on things. But um, the the best way to say it is in the movie uh, Step Brothers when when the dad says "Never lose your dinosaur." <laughs> That's kind of what Pee Wee is, right? Never uh-huh. lose your kid. Even when you grow up, still be that kid that you were that was just fascinated by stuff. And that's really what made Pee Wee stand out. Plus, you put that 50s nostalgic thing behind it. Because obviously that's what he was aiming for, was that 50s, you know, do-good kid, but in the 80s world. Because the 80s was totally infatuated with the 50s and the 60s, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I go back a little further than Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Because the, the the way that I discovered him was, I mean, I, I'd seen him in the Cheech and Chong movies, but I didn't know who he was. He was just a character in the background going, no, I don't like it. He didn't really become Pee-wee yet. But uh, him and Phil Hartman came up with the idea of Pee-wee Herman, and they created a stage show. And the way I discovered it, it used to come on HBO, and it's about 45 minutes long. I don't know if you've ever seen it or not. I I have absolutely seen it. Oh, man. I mean, that's my favorite thing. And I had it on a videotape. I don't know who recorded it, but it was at my house. I watched this thing nonstop. And the thing about that, just like you were saying, he's a, he's a kid. And it's set up just like what we know later on as Pee-wee's Playhouse. It's the same kind of setup. But things are a bit more risque on here, right? Because mm-hmm. he even gets a... Well, Dottie, who ends up being Dottie in the movie, come up on the stage and strip. Basically. Yeah, they got the well, they <laughs> got the mirror shoes. Yeah, and the mirror shoes. Well, they got shoes, the mirror right. shoes. Yeah, and I, that's what I was saying because um, I and, and I remember because HBO would play that that, oh. that stage show after Pee Wee's Big Adventure had come out because oh. <laughs> obviously you you got to think in terms of stand up. You know, they're they're stand up right. comics on the stage. You know, doing their bit and then. They they hit it big. They get famous, yep. and you go back and you look at their old bits, and that's what that's what HBO was doing. Was like, oh, well, here's his right. here's his stage show, and it was like you say, it was very much, it was it was very Pee Wee's Playhouse. It was very Pee Wee's Big Adventure. But then they got in the mirror shoes. Yep. And when when the ha- like, Hammy's Hammy's sister walks in and they put them on and they're trying to look up her dress and she goes, "I'm not wearing any underpants." Then they're not interested, right? Yeah. That's that kid mentality. They're they like, just oh, want to no. see her underwear because that's what yeah. you're supposed to see. But when she's not wearing any, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I remember that just being like, like I, I was old enough to be like, oh. You know, it's like <laughs> I got the joke. Like I was old enough to get the joke, and right. also kind of young enough still to be like, "But that's yeah. what mirror shoes are for." Like I, so it hit me in that little, that 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 eclipse of age. Yeah. Like some somewhere between the innocent and the grown up, which is exactly where Pee Wee landed. And well, um, he's the kid that orders all the the gimmicks off the back of the comic book. I mean, that's mm-hmm. you know. You did, I'm sure you just like me, you looked at those x-ray glasses and go, I'd like to try those, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. So, I mean, he was the kid that 
did all that stuff, right? And that's what his show was kind of built off was that mentality. And the fact that he shows old 50s school, you know, uh, footage and stuff in the middle of the show to show you don't be a Mr. Bungle, you know, the (laughs) PSA stuff, right? Of course. And, uh, you know, it's just I've always loved that stand-up show so much. And Phil Hartman's hilarious in it as Captain Carl. Um, Folks, if you haven't watched... The Pee Wee Herman Show from from back then. It came on HBO. That is what Pee Wee was meant to be. He was really not meant to be kid-friendly. Mm-hmm. But somehow, well, I, exactly what happened was the movie came out. So, you know, the that's all I knew of Pee Wee was that show on HBO. This was Thanksgiving, 85. I go to a family reunion. They live in a little town called Trenton. It's an every year thing. Well, we're all getting to the age now to where the oldest of the kids that hangs out has a car, right? (laughs) So instead of hanging out in in the bedrooms and listening to old cassettes like we've always done in the past, hey, let's jump in the car and go down the movie and check out a movie. Well, we pull up and there's this movie called Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Everybody's looking around like, what is this? And I saw the guy's like, oh, I've seen this guy on TV before. Dude, <laughs> we absolutely lost it watching this movie. It was the best. It's it's one of my favorite moments in life. Was sitting there on Thanksgiving with all my my relatives there, all, <laughs> all of us teens, and we were just chuckling. It was so ridiculous. And come on, let's face it. Where else are you going to see Godzilla, Santa Claus, Twisted Sister? <laughs> Morgan Fairchild. I mean, you know. Dude. <laughs> and a bunch of ninjas. To, to ninjas. I mean, <laughs> it, it was just it was just perfect for me. I mean, it just, I just absolutely fell in love with it. I can't tell you the, how many times I've watched Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I can't tell you how many times my daughter has watched Pee-wee's Big Adventure. She came and got it the other night because she wanted to watch it. She came over <laughs> specifically to the house and wanted to borrow Pee-wee's Big Adventure. So it is a family staple here at my house. It's absolutely... It, it's, it, is, a, it is a masterpiece. And again, it, it's that, that masterpiece of, of weird. Like, yep. and, and when I say it's a masterpiece of weird, I don't mean it in any disrespect. Because just like you, Pee-wee's Big Adventure has such a big place in my heart. Pee-wee's yeah. Big Adventure, again, like, it landed when I was about nine. I probably saw it when I was ten because I didn't see it in the theater because I was not that fortunate. Yeah. Um, again, I was a very fortunate child. We lived just far away from theaters, so <laughs> my parents wouldn't have driven me out there to see some weird movie <laughs> that, that, <laughs> about some character they didn't know, but whenever it started hitting on cable and on rental. But... Um, I, I remember I saw it at a friend's house spending the night. And then at that age, you know, nine, ten years old, spending the night, the, yeah. the evening turns into shenanigans. We set it on episode one with Karate Kid. You know, we'd watch Karate Kid and wake up the next day, or like not even wake up the next day, just go outside <laughs> that same night and kick each other in the head just because. Um, what, you know, spending the night at a friend's house, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, that's the movie. And that whole, that starts with the bike race. Yeah, and all the all those Tour de France racers are sitting there with their their long pointed helmets and their short pants, and <laughs> and their 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 super like souped up hella bikes, and then Pee Wee just starts <laughs> blasting out the front on his on his beach cruiser with all of the crap that weighs it down in his suit and bow tie, saddlebags <laughs> and the whole works, man. And he's just like, huh? <laughs> and uh, you know, like. Again, you know, it hits as a kid. It just hits you where you live because that is you. Yeah, you're on your crappy BMX with a bent rim and yeah. probably a broken spoke from jumping too many two by four plywood ramps, right? <laughs> but you just have this vision that you can just fly. Yeah, it's like if if given an open enough road and and enough motivation, you can just speed or bike it right. Out of 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 uh, the universe, and that's exactly what he's doing. He's kicking ass on this tour to France on his big ass bike and and like his his gray suit, and he's just and I remember seeing that and just being like, 
this is awesome. This is the most amazing thing. Just that opening scene at my friend's house of like, ah, this is weird. I don't know what it is, but I like it. And then he <laughs> then he wakes up and goes down the fire pole. He does his little calisthenics. Yeah. He does like half a sit-up. <laughs> he's got those weights and he's like, <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's playing on all those things, man. It just, oh, it, well, he even rolls up the sheet, right? He, yeah. It's such a kid's mentality of, you know, if the world could be this way. I mean, you know, this is, I'd have sheets that you could just pull and they would just automatically roll up and, you know, he puts on his it little is, bunny house shoes and, you know. It, it is very much the the mentality of a lottery winner. Yes. It's like, yes. It's like dude, if I win the lottery, I'm going to build Castle Grayskull. <laughs> it's going to be like Pee Wee Herman's house inside of it. Yep. You know? Yep. And uh, it's, uh, but yeah, because his, his yard is full of all the statuary with the little sprinklers. <laughs> He's got the, the Mr. Wiggles or whatever that was called back in the day. Just to wa- I'm going to water my lawn now. <laughs> and he's got he's got just like he doesn't have a job he's just got a lawn full of awesome stuff yeah <laughs> and the whole the, the, the you know you you can't leave out breakfast man the whole breakfast scene that's the whole rube goldberg and the funny man. thing is like he has to go back every day and reset all of that <laughs> you don't see that part <laughs> but no but it's that's what's awesome about it is because he doesn't care because he just lives in this world where everything is awesome. Yeah. So he gets home at the end of the night and he's like, oh, let me go like put this back up here to click, 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 because it's not the <laughs> breakfast. It's the making of the breakfast. Right. It's the process. Right. And yeah. and it just makes him happy that it's all there. Like, <laughs> And what's amazing is none of this works without the Danny Elfman music too, man. That Danny Elfman soundtrack... Stays in your head. I'm, I'm gonna say because we 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 mentioned in the uh, the heartthrobs the first crushes episode. My first true crush in life was Lydia Dietz, right? Yeah. From Be- from Beetlejuice, Danny Elfman, sure. Tim Burton, right? Yeah. Um, Danny Elfman was was recognizable through sure. through all the movies. Anything that Danny Elfman did after Pee Wee Herman, I'm like, I like that mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, I found out that he was just like Oingo Boingo. Oingo Boingo, man. Oingo Boingo's tough, man. Yeah. Oingo Boingo is a is 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 weird. We will, <laughs> like, we will. The, the stuff we're talking about now, we're like, man, this is so weird, and this yeah. is weirder, and here's even weirder. And then, it's, like, you go to Oingo Boingo, you're like, that's not that's so weird. It's not even accessible. It's it's, it's music kinda, on it's, music on cocaine. I mean, I it's, mean, that's it's, re- it's really hard. Yeah, but um, yeah, we could do a whole anything, episode on that sometime. We have to get Johnny Krug on. He's a big Boingo <laughs> fan. But anything, anything that Elfman did, like his movie scores, and yep. like you, if you if you ever want to have a, a fun evening of of weird, go go just go type Danny Elfman into yep. YouTube and watch some of the people doing covers on keyboards, <laughs> um, on on some of the stuff like the Ice Dance or the 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 uh, the, the Corpse Bride themes, right, and like. Just look at how complex and difficult and yep. multi-layered some of these things are. And Danny Elfman is an insane yep. musician, and I've loved everything he's yep. ever done, starting with Peter's Big Adventure. Because he, he's insane, but a genius all at the same time. I mean, to oh. be able to put those things together, the odd time signatures, I would not want to play in a band with him because there's there's no way I would not mess up. <laughs> yeah, and I think he sets it up that way. He's like, here's, here's the way your brain works, and here's the way a good brain works. And you're like, oh, I gotta go. <laughs> Just give me four four time. But yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the, I mean, the, it's such a big a big part of this movie. I mean, you take the music out, and it really would lose something. But another thing that's magical about this film is the fact of it's got scare factors as well. I mean, the the nightmares with the clowns and all that stuff, man, that's frightening stuff. Large Marge? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could hear everybody yell in the theater when that happened, you know? 
And well, and that's 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 all. again because the best scares is not expected, right? And and so it's so childlike and so dreamy and so weird and so fun, and then all of a sudden you're like, wait, something's not right. Yeah. And, and so then it takes you out of this that that little innocent world into part of kind of a nightmare. Yeah. And. Uh, Kind of an ongoing one at that. The the, <laughs> the clown or the guy doing surgery on the bike and he can't fix it and he pulls down his mask and he's got the big <laughs> painted face and he's laughing. It's like, holy crap, man. This is, <laughs> you know, it's scarier than Dr. Giggles. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of stuff scarier. <laughs> Most things are. <laughs> <laughs> As I giggle. Um, <laughs> well, no, but the, the uh, like whenever he goes to the park to uh, to shop, and he, he locks his bike up, and then he goes out and finds out it's stolen. And the clown's face yeah. is painted different. He's like, yeah. <laughs> like, that was already kind of an uncomfortable universe he was living in. But Pretty then crazy. whenever it, it flips on you. And again, I think that's just that. Because we had, and, and, and I've mentioned the malls before. Like, we had a couple of different malls with. You know, they had the big fountains, and they had the, you know, yeah. the McDonald Land characters and different stuff. Sure. Like as a kid, there's, there's a certain, there there was a place when I was a kid. I, I was like four or five years old, and it was in, it was in Northwest Mall, which I don't think is even there anymore. It was closer to our house, and. It doesn't matter if you're not from Houston, but if you're my age and from Houston, maybe it would. There was this, like, ice cream shop, but it was in, like, an old 20s style, or... They had, like, the, the, the flat-top boat hats, and they'd sit oh, there, yeah. and they'd sing songs, and they'd have, like, a pipe <laughs> organ, and, like, did... And it was, it was all that, and it was scary as hell. Sure. And they'd get really, really loud... And they'd have clowns. And, it, I mean, I oh, remember yeah. it just scared the bejesus out of me. Just yeah. like, oh, I don't want to go to Farrell's. Farrell's is Farrell's. I, I, my mom's like, your birthday party's at Farrell's. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, uh, of course, we went because that was, like, that was the reservations. And we went. I'm sitting there, like, watching all these guys in little hats and clown masks being like, or makeup being like, enjoy your ice cream. I'm like, I'm scared. And I was probably Isn't like, that weird? Yeah, because, I mean, it, it, it's weird how those things are associated. It's just like if you see the early pictures of, like, Ronald McDonald. Uh-huh. And obviously they're aiming at the kids, but he was scary looking. Yeah, he was. <laughs> the, cheese, the cheeseburger or the hamburger back in the day, the 70s version, uh-huh. was a scary looking dude. Of course, they changed so, him later on. But it's amazing that they, they associate those things with what kids would like because... You had H.R. Puff and stuff and all these other shows mm-hmm. that were using these kind of characters. But uh, we had a thing in Tennessee called Opryland. I don't know if you ever heard of Opryland or not. It's oh, a pretty yeah. big deal here. And when it first started up, they had H.R. Puff and stuff style characters that walked around. And there is a picture of me losing <laughs> my crap because this guitar <laughs> come up to me with this scary face. And we're like, I mean, this thing. Ter- I'm still scared of that thing. <laughs> when I was a kid, like I started preschool, and I went preschool, kindergarten, maybe first grade, at uh, Long Point Baptist School, and um, from where I live, it's about four miles. From where my parents lived when I was a kid, it was about half a mile. So you, I see, like even Houston is like the we're known as the world's largest small town because even <laughs> though there's like six million people, everybody knows these landmarks, right? Wow. And um, yeah, it's it. Houston's a strange place. Like I run into like like that guy is now the singer of a new wave band. And then you see him like five years later, and you're like, and he's now an attorney. Like, this is. <laughs> I saw him in the same bar, like five years separated. Like, it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird world that I live in. But um, at Long Point Baptist, again, <laughs> like just to get back to it, for whatever reason, for our Halloween, like our fall festival, our little carnival, they brought in the McDonald Land characters. 
and I remember wow. Hamburglar showed up, and I hit the ground running. Like, <laughs> I made, like, my parents were there. They were ready to go buy some, like, candied apples. And, like, this was in the 70s. They're like, ah, oh, we're going to yeah. we're gonna have a grand old time. I'm like, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> and my mom will bring it up from now. My mom will, will say it from, from time to time. Like, you really didn't like that guy. <laughs> I'm like, well... <laughs> I wonder how many people hamburgers. What do you want me to say? You always think, you know, you always hear about people being terrified of clowns, and I wonder, people, if you're listening, if the reason you hate clowns, I wonder how many hate clowns because of Pee Wee's Big Adventure, because these clowns (laughs) were trying to be good at times, and then all of a sudden it just turned real dark real fast, and I could see where this would make people go, "Uh -uh." (laughs) not for me, right? So if you're listening. And you're terrified of clowns because of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. You gotta let us know because I'm curious about that. <laughs> <laughs> this is not Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I'll tell you why I'm afraid scared of clowns, and it's not because of it. Poltergeist. I think I'm, I, I told this. It's not even because of Poltergeist. I told oh. this story on Scary Dad, and it's it. So my grandmother, when I was four or five years old, got into needlepoint, and she started doing needlepoint mm. uh, stuff, and at some point, this framed needlepoint of a hobo clown showed up on my wall. Uh. And I was four or five years old. I was a little kid, right? But the way that the, sun, the moonlight would shine in through my window would <laughs> land on this clown, and it scared the bejesus out of me. And it's hobo and I, clown, too. Those things were just, they kind of had that sad kind of... Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was like shining like a spotlight on this clown. And, and so, like, I, I couldn't sleep because it's like The Simpsons. I'm like, right. I can't, I cannot sleep. The clown will eat me. Like, I, I got scared. <laughs> and so, um, it, like, I, I perfected a layup shot because it was so high up and I was so short that I would have to run. And if I ran too fast, I'd hit the wall. I had to run and, like, turn to knock this thing up off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> And I'd run and knock this thing off the wall, and I'd like hide it under my bed or in a toy box or between Man. some towels in a cabinet or something. Like I would get this thing down. The next morning, or the next night, when it was bedtime, there's clowns on the wall, and got got kind of creepy on me because I'm like, well, I know that I defeated you last night, and yet hit you here you are again. <laughs> It's the monkey's and, paw. Ah! Right. And so I'm like, like, I got really good at running and knocking this thing off the wall and finding different <laughs> hiding places. Oh. And um, so finally, I don't know, I either just got too exhausted to fight anymore or whatever. But then like years later, it was like Christmas. I was like in my 20s and I mentioned it to my mom. And she's like, I had no idea that. She's like, I just thought it was like fell off the wall. I was like, it fell off the wall and hid itself in a different room between towels. And you're like, oh, well, that just happened by accident. Right. She's like, I had no idea you were scared. I was like, I. You couldn't hear me running and hitting the wall the first four times? <laughs> like, dude. But yeah, like that's why I'm scared of clowns, and so of course then poltergeist. I'm yeah. Like, well, see, that's exactly why. Right. Yeah. <laughs> My wife is terrified of clowns because of, of poltergeist. So, yeah, I'm not too scared of them. But anyways. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, Pee Wee, you're like, oh, you know, see, see, they're not yeah, trustworthy. They're, they're creepy, man. You know, they're creepy. So, but uh, <laughs> again, the one-liners that are in. Pee-wee's big adventure is that before, factor. Before we before we get into the one-liners, oh. let's take a break. Okay. I want to I, I want to make sure that all of our sponsors get paid. So is my horn ready yet? Yeah, it's ready. Should be loud enough for you now. Well, where is it? Let's hear it. Wait, I want to talk to you first. You are talking to me. No, I want your undivided attention. Look, PB, this is important. Does someone want to ask you? Mm-hmm. I... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to know if you'll do something. What? I want to know if you'll go someplace with me. Like where? 
the drive-in. Look, Daddy, I like you. Like? I like you! That's the thing, I like you too. Daddy! There's a lot of things about me you don't know anything about, Daddy. Things you wouldn't understand. Things you couldn't understand. Things you shouldn't understand. I don't understand. You don't want to get mixed up with a guy like me. I'm a loner, Daddy. A rebel. So long, Dad. All right, let's come back. <laughs> so there's a ton of one-liners in this movie, too, that makes this thing a little bit more racy. It's almost like a Marx Brothers movie, right? How Groucho would just slide these one-liners in there, you never saw it coming, and it would you would catch on to it way later on. Just it like, got past the censors. Exactly. It very much was like designed to get past the censors. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. like anybody who's a fuddy-duddy is just not going to get it until it's way too late. When he when he's sitting up there with Simone in, in the mouth of the Tyrannosaurus Rex, and they're looking out, you know, and he goes, uh, everybody's got a big butt. Come on, Simone. <laughs> let's talk about your big butt, you know. <laughs> it's all these things that are, you know, it's still funny to a kid, but you can tell that As that a, was a little clever thing they did uh -huh. there, you know. And, 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 well, two, just him not getting it, where she's like, yeah. like, let's talk about our dreams. What's your dream? And he's like, well, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> There's a hot dog, you know. <laughs> and I'm in a glazed donut. I mean, it's just like, what? <laughs> and that's ex that's a dream. Like, that is, that is a like, he's telling the story. He's right in the middle of it. Like, man, oh, you know, like, give me my chance. <laughs> Uh, and then when he comes downstairs and Andy <laughs> is waiting for him. And so then from that point on, the movie does really become a road movie, right? So his bike is stolen. He's trying to find it. The whole thing with Francis. I mean, come on, man. Dude, the, the, the fake stuff is so Putting classic. the fake, the automatic knocker on the door to trick the door guy. <laughs> and running in there and locking, the, <laughs> locking him in the bathtub. <laughs> Scream what you want. You're not getting out. And he's he just like, dive in the pool. Ah! And the, and, well, and the funny thing is, you mentioned like Pee Wee's, like, and, and like we said at the beginning, like Pee Wee's like the lottery winner. He's just like an ever present kid in a grown up world. Yeah. Francis is the same thing. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, like Francis has parents, but Pee Wee obviously, like, is, is friends with Francis. But Francis is in there with a with a with an aircraft carrier as a boat and being Godzilla like ripping stuff up in his bathtub, which right. is a, which is it's a full size pool. pool. And, and who didn't be like, this is the most amazing life ever? Oh, Especially yeah, like yeah. whether you're Francis or whether you're Pee Wee, like they're friends, like they're buddies. And who who didn't ever get in a fight with your friend who like down the street and like oh you know right. <laughs> like, you stole that's, my gi joe guys man that's like, funny I because I had, I had a buddy that it was that kind of situation because every time he got mad and was, again this is the 70s and of course the big the big catchphrase the big commercial you saw on tv was toyota which is you wanted it and you got it toyota that was the, that was the logo right <laughs> you want it you got it too and every time he got mad you wanted it and you got it he would say that every time <laughs> i would hear that at least two or three times every time we played you know he'd get mad and <laughs> run off you wanted it and you got it <laughs> uh, but it reminds me of the, this situation that they have because i love the fact that francis dives under the water to hide and he sees Pee-wee stepping down in the pool and those white shoes coming at him. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, I'm in just trouble the best, now. Man. It's just the best. I, if, if you don't find this stuff funny, there's just something wrong with you, man, because you're totally missing what, what this movie's about. And it's weird that you're taking this situation where even his friends are almost from, they're like they're time travelers. It's like they're 50s kids. But then you got the BMX kids that are, you know, it's it's the eighties, you know, it's such it's such a weird all of all of Pee Wee's friends are all these weird eclectic, you know, fifties people. <laughs> you got something you want to share with the rest of us, Amazing Larry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Amazing Larry. He doesn't even say anything. He whispers in the other guy's ear, and he's like, "Hey, don't you be uh, saying stuff." <laughs> it's just brilliant, man. M my wife's favorite part is. When when the the hitchhiker picks him up, you know, and it's the guy that's broken out of prison, 
and he's dressed up like the girl. When Pee Wee's dressed mm-hmm. up like the woman and stops and you know maybe take a picture it lasts longer and all that stuff, you know. <laughs> she cracks up. On boils. <laughs> <laughs> she laughs every time. She thinks that's so funny. Oh, but oh man, I just again just the the thrill of seeing this the first time in the theater and everybody being so caught off guard with everything. I mean. Pee-wee driving when it's late at night and you see all the weird road signs that are all mm-hmm. crazy <laughs> patterns and stuff. And then they fall off the cliff and he pulls the, 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 the you know, the hatch for the, the convertible pop-up to slow so him down. shoots him down. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole being in the dark and it's being the, the animated eyes, you know, and then he puts the, yeah. those goggles on. I mean, it's just but He got those out of the back of the comic book, like you said before, like... It's, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he's he's just got his arsenal full of that stuff, right? The the trick gum and all that stuff. He's <laughs> just great. Well, that's like you said. You know, it's like every kid. And again, the, like even the speech with Dottie, where she's like, "Let me help you," and he's just like, <laughs> "The the things you wouldn't and shouldn't and couldn't understand, like." <laughs> And I, I put that in a poll, understand. like, what's, what's the most important, what are the most important things here? Because he's Pee-wee, man. Like, to be fair, he did probably has some rooms in his house full of stuff you shouldn't understand, right? <laughs> right. But, but he's, like, he's just nervous around girls. Like, he's got, he's just, like, that's all of us at 10 years old. Right. And that's yeah. why I said, like, at the beginning with, with the, like, it's an adult theater. So you're supposed to be watching Pee Wee as an adult because that's what it was made for. Yeah. Is watching watching adult comics make adult jokes and using that childhood whimsy as the... Right. But as a child watching those jokes and it, being like, I... Fully identify. Yeah. yeah. Girls make me nervous. I would much rather come off as a loner. I'm a loner, Dottie. Right. I'm a rebel. And you're like, you look at Pee Wee because he's in a little suit and his little bow tie. You're like, you're not, you're, you're not cool. You're not James Dean. Except for then later on, you're like, well, that's what's in every kid's mind because they're not James Dean. They are Pee Wee. <laughs> and they look, just say things look, Dottie, like that. you wouldn't understand. I've got a pterodact- <laughs> I've got a skeletal pterodactyl that squeezes a sponge, and orange juice comes out of it. <laughs> you don't want to hang with me, Dottie. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Abraham Lincoln flipping eggs on and bacon on, on a griddle. <laughs> you don't want to come over to my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, just fantastic. So what what do you think? What's your, what's your favorite scene that you think out of the movie? What's the one that just really stands out? Oh man, that's that's a hard one. I'm gonna well the the opening scene with the the, the bed and breakfast. Oh the, yeah, the, and like the reveal on the bike. That's, but then also being from Texas and <laughs> and, and the Alamo and exactly. the, the fortune teller scene because. <laughs> As a kid, we went we went on field trips to the Alamo, right? Like like, <laughs> I've been to the Alamo a lot, and that stuff is not there. Like the the, the right like, excuse me, if you've ever been to the Alamo, it's a building. It's it's a somber building. The 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 Alamo yeah. that is known is a church, and it the church is a very small building in what was a pretty large fort which is all now city streets and buildings all around it and there's like this kind of compound around it which if you're walking around downtown san antonio they've got little areas to point out like oh here this is the northwest corner and here's the southwest corner of the alamo and the alamo was a huge building like yeah. compound and then you've got this little bitty church kind of in the middle of a park in the middle of the downtown so when he goes to the Alamo and they've got this huge big touring thing and it's all like kind of open, like I've been there. That's not how that is. <laughs> and then you got Jan Hooks and they've got the like, like oh we're in like, we got, we got thousands and thousands of uses of corn, which I'm gonna tell you about each and every one of them right now. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> I remember being like, that's not. Th- I've been there in the last like 
I was there two weeks ago. <laughs> That's not there. It's movies, and, like, man. It's movies. It's like it is movies. It's so Buf- great. Buford Tusser. Also- Buford Tusser looks nothing like Joe Don Baker. I can tell you that. <laughs> or The Rock. <laughs> right. But, but even whenever the the fortune teller's telling him like, like it's in the basement at the Alamo. <laughs> at the You're Alamo. Like, Dude, there's no basement at the Alamo. <laughs> it's, it's it's not there. But so so like being from Texas and then oh, of yeah. course he flips off like he 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 goes the eight seconds on the rodeo. And like, <laughs> That's you, Slim. <laughs> He's like, what do you remember? What do you know? What's your name? I don't remember. Uh, Where are you from? I don't, I don't remember. What do you remember? I remember the Alamo. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody throws their hats and stuff. That's just like that's incredible, man. That has to be my favorite scene because because I'm from Texas and because it was so ridiculous, and because it, again, like I, being being be, so real quick. Let me let me go so, About ten years ago, um, I was in bands and I quit band and then we started a new band and then we got. The, you know how players change out. Our drummer was a Scotsman. He was from Scotland. Ah. And yeah. we couldn't understand a word he said because he had that Scottish <laughs> brogue and he'd say words and we'd be like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then later on, after we got used to it, and he softened a bit and we kind of got used to, to the way he talked, we were hanging around drinking beer and just chatting like, so, you're from Scotland, do you just... I mean, do you, like, do you go to field trips to castles and stuff? He's like, oh, yeah, we go to castles. But, you know, they're just there. You know, you just drive by them and see them. Like, there's people over here yeah. like me. I'm like... What? If I, had, <laughs> if I had an opportunity to just go to a castle and just, yeah. like, go run around in there, I would. He's like, yeah, but y'all have the Alamo and, like, all these other things. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's been that's commercialized. Probably, that's, a, that's a good point. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, it's but funny, yeah, like... Duncan McLeish, you know, from Podcast Under the Stairs, uh, you know, through, he's kind of one that got me started in podcasting. He would send me pictures. He's like, look, this is out my window at work. And on a hill, just right there where he's working, there's a castle on a hill that's an old <laughs> relic. You know, I'm like, holy crap. You know, it's just, you know, it's not like roped off and you can only park here. It's just, you walk up the hill and there it is, you know. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So you're talking about the Alamo scene kind of being your favorite. I like one of my favorite scenes is when he gets to the Alamo. So when he when he's on the train with the homeless guy, the ho, the hobo, <laughs> and they're singing, Jerry Crackcore, and I don't care. And he just he holds his ears and just goes ah, and just jumps like, off the train. Just jumps. <laughs> I just love the fact of that's that's the sign that you can't take anymore. You just jumped out. He's still got his ears covered up and just jumps off the train. <laughs> Between that and when he goes to the bar and they give him the motorcycle and he cranks it first kick, he's got the jacket on, and he takes off and he's, <laughs> he hits he that sign. And you see that say, body but... flip head over end. <laughs> the best. And, well, then, of course, then, then he's in the ICU and he gets, <laughs> right. he gets, uh, he gets surgery clowned. But, uh, <laughs> dude, I was going to say, like, my second favorite has to be the, 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 the Hells Angels bar scene, oh, Satan's man. Helpers, because... <laughs> You're in the deal of the Satan Helpers! <laughs> because the, the the thing is, and again, I you mentioned at the beginning, I, I never really thought about it like that before, but the just the childlike, <laughs> like, excuse me! <laughs> I'm trying to Ex- use the phone. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm trying to use the phone. <laughs> and, and everybody in the bar is just kind of like they're 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 too astounded to actually react. They're just quiet <laughs> and look over at him like. <laughs> and, and, and I love the fact of his comeback. You know, they're like, "Don't you under? Don't you know you're in the den of the Satan's helper?" And he goes. Nobody hit me to that dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, no, I just was here. <laughs> I say we let him go. <laughs> he throws his voice to the back of the room. <laughs> now go no. And then you got Cassandra Peterson, right, coming up, Elvira. I say you let me have him first. <laughs> and that's the scariest uh, so, I mean, part. That's the scariest. Everybody part always talks me. about. 
Oh yeah. Everybody always <laughs> talks about the old, the you know dancing to tequila, which is it's funny, but man, give me the motorcycle scene any day, man, any day. That's one of the funniest things ever put on film. <laughs> When that bike hits, and you can tell somebody's just taking a mannequin body and just mm-hmm. flipping it out there in open scenes, eat it, and then they all give him, they all give him an escort to the hospital in the ambulance. It's, oh, it's great, dude. The thing is, like, he won him over with, like, yeah. he, he won him over with the dance. He takes the barbacks of shoes. He's like, hey, all I need is quarter and that guy's shoes. No shoes. shoes. (laughs) Kid mentality, man. It really is. I mean, that's the beauty of it. You know, how many times is, you know, I I think about my granddaughter, you know, coming over and she hits the floor, man. She's a ballerina, right? Just like that. (laughs) Instantly. Oh, yeah. Or whatever she's into, that's what she is. It's not, I mean, it's. You know, we can stand back and go, well, I'm pretty good at shooting pool. No, I'm the best pool player in the world. You know, that's yep. the mentality change. And, this and guy truly lose, believes that, like you said, with a quarter in this dude's shoes, I can win these guys over. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and then you get, like you said, Twisted Sister. Oh, yeah. Like, you start getting towards the end. The end it starts getting weirder oh. and weirder. <laughs> but... It it never lets up. Like it doesn't. It does. It, it doesn't lose itself in mm. like the the third act. It doesn't. It doesn't start going down. And even at the end, where he's just like that that chase scene at yeah. the end. Yeah. Where he's like he's like oh there's my bike okay fine you know like like I've traveled across the country I've like he never actually like he's been hurt because he got he crashed his bike but <clears throat> nobody hurt him he crashed himself right. And, um, you know, it's like he's got the support of all of his friends. He's, he's, he's never in any real danger except for danger he puts himself in or danger he gets himself out of. But then he's like, I'm in Hollywood and there's the bike. And <laughs> I'm going to start a paper route right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Is he... Hollywood's the weirdest of, of the weird. Like of all the scenes, like of everything he does. Yeah. Like whenever he's like, excuse me. And the dude's like. Like he's he's like the 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 guy yeah. and he like take he's like um I don't know like he's <laughs> he's just like effeminate and kind of high pitched and it's like you stop the wait, show that's... girl and she's like yeah I think he's over in that tent over there no, it's completely <laughs> unexpected five. everything's everything's different yeah. and he's just like oh there's the bike I'm gonna just take it home <laughs> like, I'll say he's dressed as the nun it's like stop that nun that's the best, <laughs> he's man. like. And then that chase scene, yeah. with he's just like they're crashing. Uh, they're not crashing cars. They're crashing uh, uh, golf carts. Yeah, he's just like this is awesome epic golf cart chase scene where he's like driving through Hollywood lots and Godzilla. <laughs> and of course, we already love Godzilla because of Godzilla, but then right. also because of Bobcat. <laughs> you don't know if that's Bobcat with a cigar stuck in his. Uh... <laughs> uh, I mean, just you know, going through all the sets, and, and you know, you, you got the 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 you know the the boat that's pulling the skiers that ends up with, <laughs> it's pulling Santa Claus and God's. I mean, it's just come on, man. It's 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 a road movie at this point, and it's just hilarious. Uh man, I just and like I said, Twisted Sister, and of all songs. You know, he's playing, you're going to burn in hell. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, and it's like, I was really surprised with them picking that song, being the one they're singing out in the street, shooting a video for, because I guess they were kind of like the same thing as what Pee Wee was. People looked at them as a kind of a kid-friendly act because of the videos they had made, but they weren't, right? You know, you go see them live, and, I mean, <laughs> Dee Snyder cusses like a sailor, man. Mm-hmm. And you know, so there was always. It's almost like that same thing with Pee Wee. Is it 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 made you popular, but it can also be your demise as well because it only gives you so much credibility. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, it, the, the movie just keeps rolling, man. I mean, you're not even there yet, and the fact that that Hollywood ends up buying his story <laughs> and making a motion picture out of it with ninjas. Well, dude, dude, you gotta you, the, the 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 pet store. Yeah, That's the pet the thing, store too. You gotta you gotta gotta get to the pet store because the pet store, 
I'm scared of snakes. Sure. I've got I've got one true phobia, and it's snakes. Yeah, I'm like, with I'm you. Not, I'm not I'm not really scared of spiders. Well, yeah. you know, like I've known a friend of ours had to had a big old chunk of her ass taken out because she got bit by a brown recluse. Oof. I I'm not I'm not a friend of spiders, but they don't just like freak me out when I yeah. see them. I'm kind of like eh, stay over there and like what. I see a snake. I'm just like I'm out the room. I'm gone. <laughs> And uh, so, like, yeah, I'm no, I'm no friend of snakes, but <laughs> poor Pee Wee, man, he saved all the animals. Yeah. And then he finally just comes, like, he saves himself <laughs> to save those freaking snakes. He's just like, <laughs> coming out with two big <laughs> handfuls of them. He he faints. He's he saved all the fish, man. And then he faints because he's had to hold the snakes. <laughs> and they're like, this boy. He doesn't say this man. Right. This boy is a hero. Right. This boy is a felon. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, wakes up in the hospital like, we want to make a movie out of your story. Like, <laughs> yeah. That is the American dream right there. The fact that go- he goes to Warner Brothers and has to sit there in a chair with the executives and they're showing the footage of him doing all this stuff. And he's kind of like <laughs> just shrinking in his chair like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best, man. <laughs> I, just, I love everything about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Like there was cameras everywhere. You you saw all that, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I love the fact that they gave him a cameo in his own movie. Of course, he you know they showed it at the drive-in, and everybody that he's met on this road trip are all at the theater watching it with him, or at the drive-in. Even his you know the guy that was the criminal is on a is on a. It's on Sandy, a, dude. He, he tries to sneak him a foot long. <laughs> he tries to help him out. Because Sandy, like, his crime was taking the mattress tag off a mattress. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's a hardened criminal, but that's what got him there. Like, uh, like there, there's... It's, it's like, I always thought that was such a stupid crime. Like, uh, me and you both. <laughs> like, I got real mad one day. And I took a knife. Took a knife. <laughs> and you know those tags... I cut one of them off. It's like now I'm man. in prison, because yeah, I mean that's that's a stupid crime. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And you know when he's got the cameo and he's it's not even his voice. Paging oh, yeah. Mr. Herman, <laughs> Mr. Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got Josh Brolin and Morgan Fairchild, who are the yeah. quintessential '80s icons yes. of any kind. At in 1985, those right. those two were untouchable. Yep. They show up in this movie. And have the bike stolen by ninjas. So it's not Frances who stole the bike. Right. It's like it's it's a team of ninjas. Right. That that stole it and and, and Morgan Fairchild is in a silver bodysuit. Like there's no better way for Hollywood to portray, portray your story than that. Right. <laughs> yep. That uh, just everything about it, the the movie just worked on so many levels. But what doesn't work was the follow-up. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we don't we don't talk about that. That's why we, this episode's been delayed so long is because I haven't seen Big Top Pee Wee since the first time I saw it, <clears throat> and I didn't like it. Yeah, and I intentionally put it out of my head. But sometimes yeah. as podcasters, you have to go back and watch stuff you don't necessarily want to see. Yeah, dude, Pee Wee's Playhouse. It was awesome. Sure. Pee-wee's Playhouse was good. I mean, it was a long, it was a good, long-running show. Yep. And Pee-wee's Playhouse was was exactly what the spirit and, the letter and the spirit of yep. the comedy, the movie, and the everything else was. But then, it, but it, told, it turned it into totally a, a kid's product at that time, though. So, I mean, even, even my little brother had a Pee-wee, you know, doll that you pulled the string and all that stuff. So it's like, yeah, I'm glad it happened. <laughs> there you go. There he is. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and, you know, so it's that same thing that ended up killing his career because, of, you know, hey, I'm Pee Wee Herman and I... I'm I'm not really a hit with the women, you know. It's it's hard for me to go out and pick up ladies because I'm freaking Pee Wee Herman. It's kind of like being yep. Captain Kangaroo, right? 
I remember Sam Kinison just <laughs> talked about that. He's talking about, you know, can you imagine being married to Captain Kangaroos? When are you going to get a real job, you loser? Look, I can't help it. I didn't know I was going to be Captain Kangaroo for 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I mean, you know, uh, what do you do? I mean, you know. <laughs> so you, you cert- what the answer is you certainly don't go down to Central Park. <laughs> you don't take With matters a- into your own hand. <laughs> In public. Yeah, unfortunately, (laughs) and and you gotta say, because Pee Wee was such a hot property, he should have gone ahead and just had a VCR at home. Sure, yep, (laughs) yeah, Um, too bad. It is, and you know, I don't know if, did you ever see the the recent Pee Wee thing that they put out, the holiday? I saw, uh, no, Pee Wee's big holiday, no. Yeah, I tell you what, check it out. Okay. It's pretty dang good, man. There's there's one scene in particular. I'm going to wait till you see it, if you can find it. And we'll talk about it. Because I guarantee there's one scene that you're going to want to talk about. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to get on that. Cause... But my daughter actually had to convince me to watch it. And I'm, <laughs> I'm glad I did. Because it was actually really good. I think it's still on Netflix. So I'll yeah. check that out. Yeah. Well, awesome, man. Well, I think we're at the end of this particular discussion. Let us know, man. What do you love about Pee Wee? What do you know? What do, What do you love about the the show? The uh, the the TV show? The movies? The the movies we didn't discuss? The comedy? Pee Wee's. Yep. We've been showing pictures, man. Pee Wee was everywhere. Yep. Pee Wee was all over the place. I mean, if you're gonna be a stand up comic. He was about as successful as you're going to get. Sure. So, um, now, to be fair, he always had to be in character. He didn't get to be just Paul Rubens. He right. he had to be Pee-wee to, to be where he was. But, I mean, man, the impact. Yeah, I, I think, seriously, too, the, the impact that Pee-wee had, again, on, on, on me sure. was immeasurable. So, um, Pee-wee, Herman... It's awesome, and uh, I would I wouldn't say he influenced me, but I I will say this: when my dad remarried, I did the Pee Wee Herman dance at his wedding. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish there was video of that. We oh, there be- is. There <laughs> okay, is. Well, then let's post that up on YouTube. Well, awesome, man. Well, let's uh, let's let's call that a show, and then we will reconvene next week. Ha <laughs> ha!